0: Hey, good morning to you. A happy Wednesday. It's Bruce and Judy and, uh well, let's jump right into it. We have our chief legal explanationist, Rich Lankoff with us right now. And uh, Rich is a partner at Bryce Downey and Lankoff Good morning to you,
1: Rich. Good morning, Bruce. How are you?
0: Uh, so far, so good. I need your help kind of understanding the legal background behind this settlement. Uh, I'll give the story, which is um, Remington Arms, the manufacturer of uh, a AR-15 rifle that was used in the Sandy Hook School massacre. Uh, Remington Arms has agreed to a settlement with some of the families, $73 million settlement to settle the lawsuit against uh, uh, Remington Arms. It seems like a pretty interesting. I, I guess my, my, is this, in your legal opinion, is this a one off or do you think this is the start of things to come for at least gun, gun manufacturers?
1: It does create a path for survivors, families, um, to sue the gun manufacturers in a way that's really never been done before, which I'll explain in a moment. But you, you talked about background. If I can, just it actually go to understand the context of this settlement, mm-hmm. which is, in fact, groundbreaking. You have to understand a little bit more of the context. So if I can just you know, Please. Very quickly, I'll give you that background. Uh, Back in 2001, your listeners might remember the sniper attacks in the Washington, D.C. area. In the wake of that, the survivors of the people killed uh, sued Bushmaster, Mm -hmm. another weapon manufacturer, and they got, at the time, a record settlement of $2.5 million from Bushmaster. A year later, President Bush signed a piece of federal legislation into law that provided wide-ranging immunity to gun manufacturers from these kind of lawsuits. So from 2004, actually 2005, until this lawsuit was filed about eight years ago, gun manufacturers largely enjoyed the privilege of this immunity. Fast forward to Sandy Hook, obviously a huge tragedy, and the families of the victims of Sandy Hook, about 20 of the families, um, sued this company, mm-hmm. and it took eight years to get to the current settlement. And the key legal strategy that they employed, Bruce, was a loophole, not a loophole but maybe an exception in the federal immunity uh, statute that said that if you violate state law, then you can, in fact, sue the gun manufacturers. And in this case, the families proved that uh, the defendant in this case was marketing guns to young people and violent young people, and that violated a Connecticut state law. That's why the defendant in this case paid up.
2: Interesting, and because it, it was really kind of the marketing piece, right? That got that got uh, Remington.
1: Exactly. They like we've seen in tobacco litigation for years. The key to the record settlement in this case was getting into the. Uh, you know, uh, boardrooms of Remington and getting their internal documents and their marketing data, which proved that they were, in fact, marketing to young people and to violent people like the shooter in this case. And a key stipulation to the settlement was that those documents would be released. Remington, of course, fought that uh, disclosure, but that is a key component of the settlement, that those documents are now in the public domain
2: creating
1: a pathway for other families to sue in the future, knowing that they were, again, marketing to these individuals. So
0: I have a question, and, and, and I'm not trying to play whataboutism, but I, so I'm trying to understand this. So basically they're arguing that the marketing of the weapon is at fault and that that is why there was a settlement, you know, when you think about it. So can I use the car analogy? Would a car company be liable for marketing, say, sports cars to people who may drive fast or erratically and cause accidents? Uh, Do do you see what I'm saying? Is, is there any comparison to, you know, product liability? Because they're not arguing that the gun didn't perform properly. It wasn't a, it wasn't a defective gun. They're just arguing that you're selling it to people who will use it improperly. Well, couldn't I make that argument to, uh,
1: Ferrari? Yeah, it's a very good question. I mean, the the lawsuit in this case contended that, you know, these hyper-masculine themes, including an advertisement with a photo of a weapon and and the slogan, consider your man card reissued, specifically appeal to troubled young men like Mm. the Sandy Hook Mm. gunman at the time who was 20. So I suppose in your analogy, if car companies were marketing dangerous sports cars to people who had a proclivity to get into accidents or who drive them fast, and that would be an argument, but okay. you know, in the, I think in this case it's very specific. And there are these memos. Apparently, they were marketing to these individuals, which is obviously the reason they're paying, you know, seventy-four million when the last record settlement was two point five million—a big, quite a big difference.
2: And in your analogy, Bruce, don't you, as a gun owner, don't when you is—is is this am I thinking of police or just gun owners in general? Like, don't people say when you shoot your gun, you better shoot to kill? Right. You're not. Why else are you shooting your gun? Um, yeah,
0: but the, but you don't have Whereas to only use your car. Use
2: it. Well, I mean, you don't you don't your car isn't used to you are not saying you buy a car because you might have to kill someone one day. Yeah, but every, car, you drive your car. You shoot. they are
0: arguing the marketing they're, but they're arguing right. that that are you putting it in the hands of people who would use it improperly?
2: Hmm. And I, I guess it's just because it's a gun compared to a car. But you so,
0: can use a gun properly and legally.
2: Yeah. Absolutely,
0: just like a car.
2: I mean, guns are but legal, right? Yeah. So, Ridge, think- what what's you know, you say this is going to open up kind of a can of worms now for the gun manufacturers. Is that what you see down the road?
1: Well, it's a great question. I mean, yes and no. Certainly, legally, there's now a path to circumvent this federal immunity statute to go after uh, gun manufacturers if they violate state law. But the big but, there's only a couple of states that really have this state protection. You know, there are many states that have uh, bills pending, like California, that haven't been signed into law. But uh, there's only a few states that haven't. And actually, the trend, you know, in actually more than half the states is to strengthen the Second Amendment, not weaken it. So I don't know that you're going to see a lot of other states following suit, but certainly there is now a path, albeit narrow, to go after gun manufacturers in a way that didn't exist before this settlement.
0: Interesting. Hey, Rich, really appreciate your insight into it, and uh, I have a feeling we may be talking about this uh, subject more as it moves forward, and more and more people try to use this uh, to go after gun manufacturers. He's Rich Lenkoff, partner at Bryce Downey and Lenkoff, as the Sandy Hook families, uh, 20 uh, of them, reached a settlement with Remington Arms, the manufacturer of the actual gun uh, for seventy three million dollars, this was an, a, a, a settlement. It didn't go to trial. They weren't found guilty in it. But it, well, it was it a civil trial.
2: It was a civil case, I yeah. should say. But not it
0: is interesting that the documents are going to come out, and 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 we'll find. But uh, you know, in and of itself, again, I'm, I guess I'm not as outraged or surprised that they would try to market the firearm to people that want to buy the firearm. You know, and again, I use the sports car analogy. You know, they don't market convertible two doors to 90 year old grandmothers you know that's not who is going to drive that
2: car yeah but i don't think they want to market guns to unstable young men right that's yeah, how do you not- determine someone's unstable i guess well, i think that's what probably we'll find out and you know in this case it said they they put product placement in violent video games yeah and then people make the case for that that these are a lot of these unstable young people who watch violent video games day in and day out. The bottom line here, in my in my estimation, is they sued Remington because who else are you going to sue? He killed his mother, right? I guess maybe you could have sued sue, her yeah, because no. yeah, she had the gun. They're, they went after who had the money. Who, and but again, by that could. argument, that was it. Can you
0: sue a car manufacturer for someone using a car improperly? If they make a car that goes 120 miles an hour, well, the speed limit's 70, you know. I mean, <laughs> you made a dangerous product that used improperly could
1: harm people. That's how I I, I just, I, I keep seeing a slippery slope in there.